Hi, everybody. It's Steph. And Izzy. She's back. I am back. She's back. I'm and back. <laughs> we are... Now, so let's talk a little bit about the history of our book reading. We used to read a lot more books together than you got into your own series. And yes. uh, then recently, I suggested that we read Animal Farm. And you told me it was a scary story, so I agreed. <laughs> yeah, you do actually are quite a fan of the, the scary story. I was off. I was on it for... When I was younger, I was. I really liked scary stuff. And then when I... I don't know, when I was like 10 or something, Yeah. I was like, eh. I just wasn't too interested in them. Right. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I can give this a try again. And this is a, it's funny because it's not like a boo scary story or no. like a, I don't know, creepy doll in the closet story. It just basically tells you that any type of communism doesn't work. And that's scary. Well, <laughs> no, not, well, no, the, no, it's not scary. It's nice, actually. But here's the funny thing, because it does kind of work for the pigs. And that's it. That's that's the challenge. If it, if it didn't work for anyone, nobody would be tempted at all, right? But no, it only works for the rulers. So here is a quote. So the guy who wrote it, his real name is Eric Blair, but he had a pen name called George Orwell. And before he even wrote Animal Farm, this is what he wrote. Let's see if it makes sense. He said, "History consists of a series of swindles." What the heck is a swindle? So a swindle is like a cheat. Like let's say there's somebody online who says, "Hey man, I'll sell you an iPad." for 200 bucks and yeah. there's a picture of a nice big white ipad box right and so you spend it send him 200 bucks and he's, he sends you the box and that's it and that there's nothing in it right well i remember uh this is not exactly a cheat but this is something fishy um so i remember a long time ago this is a while ago i was probably like again nine i think i mentioned that like five seconds ago <laughs> <laughs> that i was nine years old uh but I was watching this YouTube video, and sometimes I'll scroll down the videos, right? Sorry, the, not the videos, the comments. Yeah, yeah. And the one, this one comment, <laughs> this one comment just sent some random link, and it said, click me. And I was like, sure. Don't do <laughs> no. it. No. Uh, and I remember the, actually, the owner of the video, uh, sorry, like the uh, person who uh, owned the channel, basically, said, hey, sure, I'm not doing that. And he said, oh, why not? This like, and it just went back and forth, and he was trying to be funny and tempt him into clicking the link, and I, pretty much everyone was like, no. Okay, so let's get back to yeah, our... Let's actually, let's yeah, actually let's actually do this do review. So history consists of a series of swindles in which the masses are first lured into revolt by the promise of utopia. Now, utopia is the best society that you could imagine. Right. So... Where you could stay healthy by, by eating M&M's. That's pretty much the standard <laughs> definition of yeah. utopia for everyone, right? So, so by the promise, utopia would be... So, for me, it's a, it's a society where the children are raised peacefully and there's no government and there's lots of private companies competing to keep you safe, to keep you healthy and all of that. That to me would be utopia. And all types of hackers that leave mysterious links under YouTube videos right. get removed from the world. That's right. <laughs> so it says, history consists of a series of swindles in which the masses are first lured into revolt by the promise of utopia. And then when they have done their job, are enslaved over again by new masters. Right. So that's, uh, I think that's kind of what he's, I mean, obviously that's, that's the kind, kind of thing. That's kind of what he wrote about too. So let's real go briefly. We'll just go over the story. Yes, uh, of you, know. you do it. Me do it? Okay. So Farmer Jones is a drunk. 
Yeah. And the book is really anti-alcohol because just about everyone who touches alcohol ends up corrupting me. Well, I thought Napoleon, who became was basically the communist leader, right. was going to die because he drank too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Which was actually, I was really excited about that. <laughs> so he uh, gets drunk, uh, passes out, the animals are hungry, and then when he comes to feed them, they get aggressive, you know, he's going to whip them at least, uh, something like that, and then they basically attack him and drive him away, right? Yeah. Now... There's a lot now that the, the, the book Animal Farm has a subtitle that's rarely printed called A Fairy Tale, right? But there's actually a lot of similarities between the Russian Revolution, 1917, and Animal Farm. So the, the drunken Mr. Jones, who's kind of corrupt and lazy and so on, uh, they are um, considered to be the last rulers of the, uh, the Russians before the communists had a rebellion and so on. Right. And they he treats the animals so badly and... Major, who is the old boar, he's a boar, boar right? right? Yeah, yeah. So I he, feel like he's related to Snowball and um, Napoleon. It feels that way, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't really know, but I know he's the same color at my guess because I, I, I think he was. They described him as a white boar, and I know Snowball is a boar. I think. Well, and Snowball, I assume, is white or pale because of the name, right? Well, yeah. So the old major has a speech wherein he says. You know, all of our stuff gets taken from us yeah. by the farmer. Uh, the eggs get taken. Uh, we end up being slaughtered for, for meat. And uh, we yeah, don't like have any... Yeah, too old to work. Yeah, we don't have much of a comfortable old age. And if we were in charge of our own farm without the... What's called the overhead. So the overhead is um, the money that is charged over and above the value of your labor, right? So you do your cleaning chores, right? Yes. But uh, we don't charge you for like the cleaning implements or the electricity to vacuum or the mops no. or anything like that, right? But so overhead is you go and work in a factory, you sell your labor for 10 bucks an hour, but the factory sells what you make for 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. And they probably pay four bucks of that to for the factory, the heating, the taxes. And the... then the rest of it goes to the government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. So, but no, they, so they keep a little bit of money, right? Yeah. So what happens is, we talked about this a little bit when we were doing the um, Communist Manifesto. So what happens is people look and say, well, wait a minute, I can, my labor gets sold for 15 bucks yeah. an hour, but I only get paid 10 bucks an hour. So I'm being ripped off five bucks an hour. It's like, no, you're not. Why? Because without, so the boss needs to make money off the company. So that's why he charges it more than you get paid, right? But if there was no boss, you wouldn't get any money at all. Why? Because nobody would there, be there to supply you a job. There'd be no factory, there'd be yeah. no right business sales, marketing, advertising, all of that. If all... I was a boss in a company and I heard someone saying, it would be like, you're fired because you're too dumb. <laughs> nah, you're not, it's like not too dumb. It's just that they haven't figured it out yet. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, so, if you were just dumb, but... <laughs> but but it's it's really tempting for people, right? Because, listen, I'll tell you a story. So when I was working up north, doing my gold panning and prospecting, all of that after high school, I was working with a friend of mine. Of now, they gave you an extra $100 a month for every year of university you had. Oh, I remember that. And your friend mm. had an extra year, right? He had an extra year of university and he got paid $100 more. We were doing exactly the same work. I'm totally over it by now because, you know, it's so long ago. It doesn't look like you're I'm over fine. it. I'm fine. Guys. 35 guys, years ago, he stole my 100 Listen, ah! guys, in the comments, if you think he's over it, say so. If you don't think he's over it, say so. In the comments. 
of this video. E edit video, remove this part. Okay. Yeah, 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 sure. That's no, no. going to happen. No, but, but uh, that is... And it bothered me that he got paid more. It's not really fair. Okay, but so the reason they do it, though, is that... Every year that you have extra university, you're more tempted to not go and work doing this backbreaking labor in the snow or in the bugs or in the swamp with the leeches where we had to wade through to look for, like, to, to put the claim to put the claim on the land. We had to go, like, I a mean, kilometer square and we had to nail a little metal plaque to a tree to, to claim that land for a certain amount of time in case we found gold there. is that I would be happy doing the entire thing with the swamp except for the leeches because I could find like turtles, snakes, frogs, tree frogs. That's it. Do you know what else we found? Leech, what? Bears. 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 Shoot. Yeah, there was a camp dog uh, oh, got attacked by I a bear. Remember, I did tell you that story. It was pretty, pretty bad. Um, anyway, so it, it's, it, it bothers you when you think you could be making more. Like if you have a great life and someone comes along and says, well, wait a minute. You could be making more. You could be doing more. You could be all of this kind of cool stuff, right? Yeah. Then what happens is you go from, a lot of people will go from feeling satisfied, like I was satisfied with what I was being paid when yeah. I was working up north because I got paid, it's hard to remember, it was something like $2,000 or $2,200 a month, which, which meant a lot more back then. But I didn't have to pay for anything because they paid for all of the food, the lodging, like everything was paid for and the money was just kind of deposited in my camp in Toronto. So that's why I saved up money to go to university. Cool. So it was a good job. Yeah. And hard uh, job, but good. it was a hard job. Yeah. But, but that's also fine too, right? So it was a good job and I was satisfied with it until, <laughs> until I found out about the extra hundred dollars a month. Again, remember, you can comment <laughs> if he's still over it or not. I'm fine with it. No, but but it, sound like it, it went it went from hey, this is a great job to I'm incredibly dissatisfied. Like, no, it didn't last super long, no. right? But but so the reason and the reason they did that is they wanted to have people come back even because once you've trained someone in a job, you don't want to train someone new because they may not work out, they may no. uh, they may not like it, or they just you know it takes a while to train them. They might just quit like, so day it, two. So it was cheaper for them. Like so, let's say you worked up there for three months in the summer, right? So that's 300 bucks a month that they were paying extra for every year of university, but they didn't have to train someone new, which was a good Yeah, because it probably idea. cost much more than 300 bucks to Oh, it would, yeah. It would train, so training people is a, is a lot. So um, this is just a little example of how you can go from being like, yeah, this is a pretty good job. That was about the most money that I could make. Well, doing um, a job. Well, with, because I didn't have to pay for my expenses, right? Otherwise, I'd have been paying... Thousand fifteen hundred bucks a month for expenses. Even if I made a little bit of more, I wouldn't have made as much at the end, right? Because, so I was like, "Yeah, this is a great job." To I can't believe I'm underpaid. Like it's just it's just the way that the brain works, and there's nothing wrong with it. I think. I think no. I think this no. Because, is there something wrong with it? Call, <laughs> comment below. No, it, it's it's there's nothing wrong with it because like people are dissatisfied with having to go up and change the channel on the television. Yeah. And so they create and remote controls. And they still have big issues, I don't know, like 8,000 years later. Go on. <laughs> they still have like, I remember that one time where I didn't have my remote. Oh, no, they're not all as petty as me. No, no, they're not There's all. No, but but really? let me tell you about well, actually, changing yeah. the channel when I was young. Okay. I feel like you have a story about that too that you still have. <laughs> I do have a story about it. Okay, you don't need to tell that because people are going to think you're insane. <laughs> need is a very interesting word. Okay, on with the review. So that people don't story. Skip, okay. So that people don't skip the video. <laughs> oh right, right. Okay. Uh, so, so there's this farmer, and he's organized everything, and he's a bad farmer. 
He's really bad. And he's mean and he's drunk and his farm was going to fail anyway. Because once people get addicted to alcohol, it's really tough for them to be productive. It's tough for them to be sensible and they tend Unless to be... they have someone near their life to just give them a nice fat smack and fix them up. Yeah, I don't you know what I mean? think that's specifically I the mean, way that you deal with alcoholism. But... It is. It's like, you're drunk, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's. Um... And then I can call the police on you for you smacking me back. No, not not recommended treatments. For... Yeah, really. Yeah, don't do that. All right. So, um, so he says um, that, here's, here's a quote I got from the book. He says, this is major. Why then do we continue in this miserable condition? Because nearly the whole of the produce of our labor is stolen from us by human beings, right? Yeah, that's true. Now, that's an interesting question, right? So the cows on the farm, what's the difference? Because cows originally were in nature, right? Yeah. So what's the difference between cows on a farm and cows in nature? What are the big differences? Well, the cows in nature um, basically give all their milk to their young. Yeah, that's right. And they basically get to roam free and do whatever they like. And the ones in the farm, I don't know if they're allowed to have um, babies. Or they have babies because you need new yeah. cows, right? Sometimes cheaper to breed them than buy them, right? Yeah. And someone's got to breed them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're so, breeding cows, yeah. But they basically breed, but they give most of their milk to the humans, which gets sold. Mm -hmm. And barely any of that goes back into food for themselves. Right. So they get fed. Again, it mostly goes to government. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no, they get, they, so they get fed. But here's a big difference between the cows on a farm and the cows in the wild. So what would like to eat a cow in the wild? Oh, gosh, uh, piranhas. What else? Oh, if you've seen our tadpole reviews, I don't know if you've seen, we put in like the, the meat, meat the, the lunch and meat beef, and then it's like two minutes, it's completely covered. Right, so right. it's tadpoles. And I go, right. Wolves? Uh, no, wolves, um, foxes, uh, a whole bunch of raccoons. Coyotes. Team up, maybe wild dogs. Yeah. Well, see, now the raccoons, if the if the uh, cow is old or wounded or, or sick. Young. Or, or young. Or young. Yeah, that's right. So they'll say like, nice snack. Now, of course, the, the fences on a farm keep the predators away from the cows, but also the cows are not free. And cows sometimes are not treated very well. I know. Like, like they're just put in these tiny just, stalls. That bothers me. I think like if you're going to run a farm, give a big field. For, like if you're going to do that, then you must make a lot of money, I guess, if you're a farmer because mm -hmm. you have like so many animals and all that. So just maybe get some room. Or not, even if you're going to keep them like that, maybe the majority of the time you could just let them free roam. Uh, yeah. Like at the in a big field or something. Yeah, yeah, in yeah your for backyard. sure. So it's complicated because they may live longer. They will not be as susceptible to disease because if a disease hits the cow herd, the farmer will give them antibiotics or medicine or get a vet in if to help them. If it's not Mr. Jones. If it's not Mr. Jones, yeah. Yeah, because he's pretty bad. So whether the cows have a better life when they're free or a better life in the farm it's not a totally simple question, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, but here's the idea. So they look at the farm and they say, well, we only get a portion of what we produce. Right? But they don't have to maintain the fencing, the buildings. The, they don't have to pay the vet bills, the medical bills. They don't have to pay uh, taxes. They don't. Like, there's a lot of things that they don't have to do. They don't have to do all the trade. That to get jam and stuff like that, yeah. that you know, the, the pigs like. So it, it's complicated. Like, is it better to be self-employed or is it better to work for someone else? It kind of depends on a lot of different things. Um, if you're self-employed, then you have to do all the work that if you're employed by someone else, that they do, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I can remember when I worked in a hardware store, there, I had a boss named Tony and Tony wasn't around very much. 
Um, but Tony spent a lot of time doing a paperwork and ordering things. And if something was delivered, but it was broken, he'd have to send it back. And, you know, he did a lot of that kind of stuff. And he sort of sit in this dusty back office upstairs in the back of uh, the hardware store. And it didn't look like that much fun. At least we were out roaming around, cutting keys, uh, making like mixing paints. And I was cutting cut glass I know you lot. said you loved mixing the paint. I loved the mixing the paint. Cutting the glass was fun. And that I would was, actually be kind of cool. Like if you got came out with a really beautiful color, maybe it wasn't the exact color that someone wanted, but it was much prettier. So you just like, you want this? I'm like, sure. <laughs> I was the guy, because I was considered so honest as I was, I was the guy who would take a giant sack of cash to the bank to deposit it. That's oh, wow. what Tony would trust me wow. to do that. And this is back, very few people used credit cards back then. So literally it was just like a massive sack of coins and bills and you know i actually think i would have liked it before that people use credit cards oh yeah because now it's weird if you pay it with cash it for is, like yeah. more than say like 10 bucks well especially in covid now too right it's like how dare you so anyway it's but he's he's selling them a dream which is look the, the farm has been created by someone else but if you take over the farm you get all of the profits that are currently being used now it kind of makes sense in a way because farmer jones is taking a lot of the profits from the farm and buying alcohol which is not good for the farm it's not good for him. It's not good for his management or anything like that, right? No. So basically, they have this revolution. Now, there was a guy named um, Lenin, L-E-N-I-N, Vladimir Ilyevich Lenin. And he was the leader of the communists in 1917. And he died, I guess, relatively young. And he would be equivalent to Major. He has sort of the dream of the revolution and... Then there was a fight between a guy named Leon Trotsky, who had just about the biggest hair in most of revolutionary history. And How big was this hair? It was like, so there's a photograph of him for his passport, and they had, it looks like they kind of had to zoom out because he just had this crazy hair. And then there's this guy. He started his career as a violent bank robber. Uh, his name was um, Joseph Stalin. Okay. And he looked like a really mean uncle and... I hate to say this. He had a mustache. <gasps> mustache men. So in are case you don't not aware. Enemies. <laughs> so there was this guy. There was nothing too wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, I think he was like a friend of my mom's or something. Yeah. And he had a wife. I, do they have kids? I think they have oh, kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he came over and he was kind of like um, playing around with me. Hello. But he it was, was very, very big, scary right? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like two at the time. So later that year. And he had a mustache. And he had a mustache. So later that year. <laughs> I came up with this song. And again, again, I was like two at the time. No, this is on a I podcast. Came, believe yeah, I'm, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You published it. I did. I did. It was very funny. <laughs> I came up with this song. It was like some whole elaborate song. It was like, I love everyone except men with I mustaches. Put a, I put a rainbow on you. I love everyone except men with mustaches. <laughs> Why did I say I put a rainbow on you? Oh, wait, it's probably something from like My Little Pony or no, whatever. No, no. No, this is before My Little Pony. This was, you just love rainbows and you wanted the world to be happy and you loved everyone except... <laughs> With mustaches, right, right. I bet you if that guy ever heard that song, he'd be very confused. <laughs> right, right. Especially if he ever heard this podcast, he'd be like... <gasps> so, so Trotsky and Stalin, uh, after, um, after Lenin died, Trotsky and Stalin had a fight over who was going to be in charge of communism in Russia, or it was called USSR, the Union of Socialist... Soviet Republic. Soviet is like, you know how they had these meetings on Sundays for Animal Farm? Yeah. They would get together and sing the song called... Base of England. Right. And I they remember would... at first you tried to make it Canada and then you just I gave did. Up. I started off thinking, oh, it would be more interesting with Canada, but and we made it. And then you just it. gave yeah. up. Yeah. 
And so a Soviet is when everyone gets together and they vote on things that are going to be happening. So what happened was Stalin kind of won and he exiled, which means he banished from the country. And then um, he... When he banished... He banished, sorry, he banished Trotsky, the guy with the big hair. Yes. And Trotsky fled to Mexico. Yes. And uh, his his story came to a an, an end. Yeah, sure. He, yeah. They Stalin sh- chased him down, basically. They shot him, basically. No, they, they actually hit him on the head with an ice pick. Ouch. Yeah, uh, ouch indeed. So, um, yeah. So, basically, Stalin then had all of the power and uh, went kind of crazy. Well, he was kind of crazy at first, I guess. Yeah, he was, right? Just like in the story. Oh, by the way, um, if you haven't noticed this yet, there are spoilers in the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should mention that. We well, should we'll, probably we'll, mention you know, that in we'll the description. A, we'll put it, yeah, we'll put it in text at the beginning, maybe. Yeah, or maybe we could just, like, leave some big text over your forehead and uh, just say, so whatever. <laughs> when things first take over, in the animal farm, there are, the pigs are considered the smartest. And the sheep... Are really dumb. I remember when they found this thing. It's for, a bit of like, a cliche, because people call people... There's a sort of... Um, sorry to interrupt. There's kind of a cliche about people who just follow orders and don't think for themselves yeah. are referred to as sheeple. Because it's a combination of sheep and people, no, right? No, so I remember rude, there's but... this one thing. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, no, I remember there was this one thing in the book. It was the sheep where had adopted the phrase of like their new motto or whatever it said. I don't really know what they said. Oh, yes, we do. I forget. No, no, For... no. I remember what they said. I don't remember how they described it, though. How oh. the writer described it. Now, but, can we and... imitate them? <laughs> no. Can I? Yeah. Okay. I would say, be like, um, four legs, good. Two legs, bad. Something like that. Hey, that's everyone's ringtone now. What can I tell you? It's going to multiply like a virus on the web. Oh, do you remember that? I don't know if you remember. Come on, you want to do it? No, I don't know. I do, sort of. Okay, go. Ah. (laughs) I didn't even really even touch you. That was, I I still remember to the day the person who introduced you to flicking. Don't say. That was you. Don't say. That was you. Was it me? Yeah. You told me about flicking. No, it was that guy I worked up north with. No. Just kidding. Okay, I'm go done on. here. <laughs> no, I remember and they, they basically it described it as they just sat on the field shouting it for hours at a time. Well, and every time anyone had a criticism of something the pigs were doing... They said it. They just, you know, four legs, good, two legs, bam! And by the time it quieted when, down, you could, the discussion time was passed. I remember right? you read this to me at night. You um, So I was trying not trying to fall asleep. I, I'm a night owl if I haven't mentioned this on other shows before. Who, you? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... But, so, I basically, I will go to bed at, like... No, nah, let's not get into all the details. Fine. But, yeah, let's yeah, just say you are, not, you are not a 9 p.m. kid for bed, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so, he'll basically, he basically comes in, he sits on a chair, and he tells... He, we basically read the story, and then we read it more on the drive. Yeah. And what happened was, I remember I was uh, just kind of sitting there, and we were reading the story, and then you just... Before you just said four legs good, two legs bad, and then you did it in that sheep version, and yep. I just got freaked out for a second. It just startled me because it was very loud. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we should actually make that your wake-up uh, alarm. All right. I would probably freak out and smash my top. So what, what's interesting is that, so there's Snowball is, I guess, kind of like a more reasonable pig. but still he's wants good. kind of bossy. Boar. Boar. I mean, no, he's good. No, though. they're pigs. Aren't they boys? I think Napoleon is, is, is the boar. I thought they're siblings. No, I don't okay. think so. I didn't know. I, I remember sense, so. when we watched the animated version, which all I can say had about the worst dialogue ever. Yeah. Well, there was one guy who did all the voices. Yeah, one guy did the voices for all the animals, yeah. and he, there was not enough difference, and there should have been more females. And there were, uh, there were no Clover, females, right? Clover wasn't even in there. Mm-hmm. And Benjamin was nice, which doesn't suit him. 
No, no. Um, no, but what Benjamin's happened? Benjamin's more like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, just kind of dour and depressed that. and negative. And anyway, go on. I don't. I remember a negative character, but since I read that when I was like four, I don't really remember. Right, right. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I, I thought they were related because in the animated movie, they were both the exact same size, pretty much. Yeah, no, I don't think they're related. Okay. So, so what happened when Stalin took over? And this is kind of something that happens when communists or fascists or whoever take over, right? So, yeah, communists, like, the, the group is, the most important group is class. For fascists, the most important group is, like, the nation or the race or something like that. It's just whatever it is that's not an individual. It's, like, something you have to kind of bow down before. So Stalin came up with these five-year plans where, like, electrification was, like, the huge thing. They were going to electrify the entire country. That was in reality. Like, they, they kept right. trying this. And, you know, sometimes it would work, sometimes it would fail. I thought they were going like, to, put electricity in everyone for the entire country. And I'm like, why would you do that? Wait, electrocute? Yeah. No, no, electrify. No, electrify I, first, somewhat I different. then I realized it. Yeah, Like, yeah. at first, I'm like, well, what? <laughs> no, so electrocute. Like, you hate that many people. Electri- electrification is when you plug a plug into a power outlet. Electrocution is accent. when you plug a <laughs> fork into a power outlet or no, a screwdriver. So what happened was I'm like, do you hate that major- the majority of your country so much that you... you it's, like, there are... To- sorry, sorry, I messed up that sentence. Um, that there are so few people that you actually still like, so you just gave up and did it to everyone. <laughs> Hold this wire. <laughs> He's like, go ahead. Right. Let me see your skull briefly. Yes. So, so Snowball and Napoleon... Snowball wants to build a windmill to produce electricity, and he promises all these great things. Do you remember what he promises to the animals? Uh, he promises hot and cold water, he promises warm barns, and he says possibly a three-day week or something like that. Three-day week, and... Uh, I, I, when it's done, I Yeah, heat for their stalls, like in the... Yeah, like, that's what I click, said. Click-clack-moo, clack-clack-moo. Click-clack-moo. Click-clack-moo, yeah. That's actually a really funny book. Whoever yeah, sent that, I know a listener or follower or whatever yeah, sent yeah. that, and it, it, I remember I loved it when I was like six or seven That's or whatever I got the book. It was really funny. Do you know you can actually get a um, keyboard for your computer or your tablet that is like an old manual typewriter? You've got to be. Yeah, I know. It's pretty weird. Pretty weird. I, I, I'm sure you do that because you love old technology so much. <laughs> Let's not speak of it. Yes, so, so here's what's interesting. So Snowball is trying to, he comes up with all these speeches to, to get everyone to build this. Um, this windmill, but Napoleon, what what did he do from the very beginning? So at the very beginning, did we say this before? No, no. I don't think so. At the very beginning, he there were these nine pu- uh, puppies. So I think there was um. Since they were considered the smartest, I know in the animated movie it was different, but we're basically based yeah, on the, the book, book yeah. right now. So the book, basically the the dogs. I think it was Bluebell, and there was someone else who I can't remember the name. But there were two, there were three dogs, adult dogs, and they had uh, two of them had puppies together. They had nine, and Napoleon said when they were done breastfeeding from their parent, uh, I was gonna say parents. I'm like, wait, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, one, one. <laughs> from uh, their mom, that he was gonna take them into his private education um, because he was like the smartest. Um, he, since he was, they, he, the bigs basically were considered the smartest. Yeah, yeah. So the the dogs were like, okay, we we want smart kids, you know. So um, that didn't actually work, turn out so. But well. he must have planned it from the very beginning. Now this is something else that's kind of common under communism, is that they will try to separate children from their parents and have the children be raised by the government or by the teachers or whatever it is, and that way they can have the most influence over the children. There's an old saying, it was a, um, it says, give me a child until the age of seven and he is mine for life or she is mine for life. In yeah. other words, if you can 
tell the child right and wrong or what your view of the world is from birth to seven, then it's very hard for people to undo that kind of thinking. If I that mean, makes they sense. can, but if they start hearing the arguments again, I guess they're like, yeah, yeah. It's right. tough. It's tough. And of course, the more people who believe something, say, that's said by the government, the more difficult it is for other kids or teenagers to go against it because, you know, we all want to have friends and family and, uh, sorry, we want to have friends and companions to be invited to parties. And if you go against what the general story is in society, and that story could be right. I would probably could be wrong. just be like, sure, I, I totally agree. And then they'd be like, no. <laughs> right, right. But, but it's tough, right? It's tough. Or I'd find other kids that seemed fishy when, that sounded fishy when they said, yeah, I love this. Right. And if I'd be like, hey, you want to be my friends? <laughs> so Napoleon, from the very beginning, separated the pups from the mothers. Napoleon raised the pups and then they only answered to him. They were totally loyal to him. So after Snowball works really, really hard on these plans for the windmill and then tries to convince everyone, say, oh, you know, you should, you should do this windmill. He gives this big speech. Now, Napoleon, uh, what does he do? He's just like, nah, but I got dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can have all this rhetoric, all this eloquence, all this You cool can do stuff. what you like, but I got dogs. I have chompy dogs. Yeah, with like st brass studded collars or something it said. Now, I did want to mention something, and I wasn't sure I was ever going to say this in my life, so here's a unique sentence have for you. Have you said it before? Are you ready? No, I've never said it before. Wow. <laughs> go. Now we have another topic. Yes, Betrayal so. from the family. Yeah, no, go. so here's, here's my statement about all of this. Uh, chompy dogs are not an argument. It's fair to say, right? Chompy dogs are not an argument. So they chase Snowball away. Pretty much. And um, in the book, he seems to get away. But in the movie, not so much. This is the movie from 1958. Or I think right? he does get away, doesn't he? In the movie, I don't think so. Oh, you don't? I don't think so, no. Because oh, they... remember, Napoleon comes up and looks at the dogs, and the dogs say, they basically like, don't. we got him. I away, thought they right? basically just said something they were kind of scared from napoleon so they're like yeah we got him <laughs> maybe it could be it could be it's not confirmed but that's yeah. sort of the theory right so the there's this crazy thing like well if we electrify the country it's so much better like and we're willing to do anything to to get that but if you look at how much work and effort and crazy resources those animals worked for years on, on the windmill and first thing was the windmill blew down now one thing that's kind of true this is true for a lot of people but it's not everyone, but it's very true of really bossy governments. So when the windmill blew down in the storm, the logical thing would be to say, whoever made the plans or whoever was designing it made an error. They didn't make the walls thick enough, right? The walls yeah. were 18 inches and I think they doubled them to three feet or something like that. So given that Napoleon was in charge of the windmill, when it blew down, in the storm, he should have said, I'm so sorry, comrades, you know, I made a mistake. You worked hard for a year, a year and a half or whatever, crazy backbreaking labor. But instead, do you remember? He's like, Snowball did it. Snowball <laughs> did it, right? So the guy who's been chased out now becomes what's called the scapegoat, right? Which is everything that goes wrong gets blamed on that, yeah. on Snowball. And, and that way nobody ever it's has to take responsibility. It's lucky that Snowball's not actually stolen the, the story. Everyone would hate him. Now, I, do you remember the hens? The rebellion of the hens? Yep. Uh, what they, happened? So they basically, they were running, everyone was running glow on food. So they needed to get the money from selling the eggs yeah. to buy oats and stuff like, or whatever. Yep. But what happened was they, the, they didn't, the hens weren't going to have enough. They wouldn't, 
they would have to give up all their eggs. Well, at least most start no, with, right? No, all they said. Was it all? I think they no, said they can't all. give up all because they still need new hens, right? Well, but no, most. that's what they said. They said you're going to have to do it during mm. the summer, not the spring, so that you're going to have baby hens during the winter, too. Okay. You know, so they have to, basically have to give said. up. Well, the whole the whole promise is you won't have to give up your eggs anymore. That's why they or did the rebellion. You'll have to give up some of your eggs because they can't. Like, they can't have a new chicken every single day. Do you know what I mean? I see what you mean, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they give up some of their eggs, right. I guess, but... So they ended up rebelling. Do you remember what they did? What? Oh, so, yeah, they, they flew up to the rafters and laid their eggs there, except for the fact that they fell down when it got windy. So basically, they would rather destroy their eggs or destroy their babies, so to speak, rather than give them up for them money, eaten. right? And then... And I remember when I first read this, because it kind of starts out like a, a funny or cool fairy tale, because there's that character, Molly. Do you remember? She's... The silly vein. She I need ribbons me. in my hair. You know, all of that, She right? bothers me. I remember she, uh, she, she only learned, like, what? She only learned five letters of the alphabet. Something and that like was that, to yeah. spell her name. Right. I had I just paused for a second to count out the oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's two, two L's. L's. right, right. <laughs> Molly. That's funny. And she decorated it with, like, twigs and flowers. And then she just kind of pranced around it, basically. And she was also being petted by a human or fed by a human, right? Pet and fed by right. a human. So they basically, she basically disappeared. So it's kind of funny at the beginning. And it's kind of cool. And, you know, you're like, hey, great. You know, no mean drunken farmer. Good luck, right? Yeah. But then... Oh, my gosh. If I was, like, the... Uh, I'm just saying, if I was in this story and I was the farmer of this, this, this would have happened because I'd be good. So I'd then, be like, sure, I will be nice. When I first read the book as a kid, I was about, about your age, I think, I was like, when, when the dogs just kill the chickens who were trying to protect their young, I'm like, oh, man. That's... They kill the chickens later, though, right? Uh, I... No, I remember what happened. They, yeah, go was ahead. Was when... They were there were these four pigs that got dragged up because they apparently had some plot or whatever, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. got killed. Yeah. And then there were these the three chickens who who also they said if anybody else is confessing to having bad thoughts about and people now and then the three chickens came up right and they said something like Snowball told us to make a plot against you yeah, yeah. to kill you yeah right and I remember finding that kind of weird like why it's like they didn't want to live anymore yeah because like, you knew like after the dogs kill creatures you know you're about to die <laughs> well if you can so it's like they don't even want to live there anymore they'd rather just get killed by the dogs that continue living there because that or maybe they imagined that they did something or maybe they had a dream that they confused for reality but i remember as a kid being like well why would you confess to something if you knew you were going to get killed unless you wanted to die it's well, kind of dark you all know? i would have said say something did happen like snowball or whatever did come up to me if i was one of the chickens i probably would have said well i had a dream that this happened but it never actually happened, so I don't think I really need to get executed right now. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange. Because I, I was, like, very stubborn. And even in the dream, I said no. Right, right. Now, the um, when Russia was uh, set up as a communist country, uh, a lot of the Western governments, uh, they, they funded an uh, invasion. They, they funded a war against Russia because they were scared of Russia and communism. And that's mirrored in the story about how the farmers keep coming back to try and take over but then eventually in 1943 during the middle of the second world war the allies which were america uh, england basically america england and russia russia was communist under stalin back then they met in a middle eastern city called tehran and they basically all they all worked together and they figured out oh here's what the world's going to look like after we defeat the germans and that's the pigs and the humans working together is is an is a mirror of that kind of conference because they say, oh, you know, we're over our dislike of communism. We're going to work together. I'm sorry about all the misunderstandings. Remember that yeah. speech that everyone gives, right? 
And there were actually two big rebellions uh, in, in uh, Russia. One was the farmers. So what happened was um, they said to the farmers, um, you all have to produce your grain, give it to the government, and we'll just give you stuff back as we see fit. And people didn't want to do that. And so production went down. Because, look, if you have to work really hard to produce your crops and you give it all to the government and they just give you some of it back, I think you'd say, well, I just won't work that hard. Like, what's the point? Like, let's say I give them a thousand bushels of grain and they give me back 50. Yeah. Right? Well, why don't I just grow 50 bushels of grain? Yes. It's the same results, right? Yes. So they stopped producing as much and then the government said, you know what they said? What? Where's my thousand bushels of grain? Right. Because that's what you produced last year. And they say, well, yeah, but last year it was my farm. Now it's a, a communist farm, so I don't want to produce All I much. would have said is like, well, well, we got like no grain, so a lot of the plants died. You would lie to the communist government. Well, what else would I do? Well, anyway, so what they did was they said, you are hiding grain. You are, or you sold it and you're keeping the money just for yourself. And you're, you're, you've stolen from the government. And so they went in and they started ripping through everything and they... Basically, they, they, got, they threw some farmers in jail. They really were quite aggressive trying to... Because they needed all of this for their, their troops and all of that, right? Their, their soldiers. Well, I remember in the... Sorry, really fast. Yeah, yeah. In the book, this is what happened. They basically took a little bit. I remember, again, um, I know we said we stick to the book, but in the animated movie, there's this one pig who's taking one bite of an apple and they're just throwing it. Oh, that him. bothered you. He had like 50 apples. Yeah, it's when they were in like, the house, right? Because it showed, it, like even in the animated movie, it showed the rib cages and stuff like that of the animals. Yeah, yeah. Because they were really thin. It's like, just... <laughs> well, if you don't have a right to your food, you don't actually have a right to life. No. Because if all your food, if all the food that's grown goes to the government and then the government just chooses who gets the food, the government, the people in the government will almost always use that power to punish their enemies and reward your friends. I'd probably pretty much say like, oh, sure, I'd be like the best person in the government ever and I just take food and I just give it to the people. I'd be like, go, take it quickly. Well, except you're not the only person in the government. There's lots of other people. No, I know. I'd be like one of the, t- I'd try and get to the one of the top positions so I'd get lots of food. Do you think that bad people would know that you're a good person and would keep you away from power? I could try. I could you try could try. Absolutely. Hard. You could try. I've been on it for 15 years. It's, it's no, a challenge. No, I could try and be a bad person. I could pretend to be a bad person and then I could secretly be good. Now, that's interesting because a lot of people think that. Like, I'll just fake being a bad person. I'll get to the top and I'll make it all better. But it never seems to happen because the, the bad people are pretty good at sniffing out good people and, and fighting them or keeping them away from power. I just randomly walk up to someone and sniff them. <laughs> What are you, Joe Biden? All right. Yeah, probably. So the horses in the story represent what are called the peasants, who are the people who work the land. Oh, sorry. I was going to do rebellions. So what happened was then Stalin got so angry at the farmers, he just took all their food. And Say bye-bye farmers. Oh, it was, it was bad. Like yeah. millions of people starved to death. It was just terrible. And because the farmers ran out of food and they couldn't farm. Well, yeah, because if you've got no, you need to keep your seed crop, right? Yeah. So you need to keep some portion of whatever it is that you're planting as a seed so that you can plant it for next year and grow more, right? Yeah. Like if you eat all your cucumbers, you've got nothing left to plant. You need yeah. the seeds, right? Well, so, I know I do this. Um, I um, I basically, during the winter, I started growing some farms. Sorry, not farms. <laughs> I, I found these little containers that I had bought like a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, and I basically just started um, planting them. Uh, sorry, not planting the containers. Planting stuff in the containers, like um, peppers, carrots. Carrots are still growing. Yep. <laughs> this was in like February. Right, right. But like peppers, carrots. Peppers haven't even given me anything yet. Mm. Um, it's hard for growing. Peas stuff, yeah. have died. 
No. No, the, pea, the peas basically wait, wait, give you flowers. Wait, are you ready for a dad joke? What? Rest in peace. Oh, that's so good. Wait. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm not flicking you. No. Flicking you. Ah, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's the microphone. I All don't right. care about the microphone. Come on, that was not the worst joke you've ever heard. That was it? a terrible joke. I mean, for a dad joke. Okay, comment in the video below if rest in peace is a great joke for dead peas. All right, okay. Comment how bad it is and dislike the video if you agree with me. <laughs> Nuke the whole video for one joke? Yup. Yeah, actually, that's reasonable. That seems fair. Okay, so go on with your, your veggies. Rest in peas. Yeah, it's a good no. joke. <laughs> it's depressing. No, go so on. I'm still growing stuff. They're, they're in a pot outside since it's summer. We can leave them there. Yeah. And my, I, I can't, I can show you on the video, I guess. Yeah. So my, what my biggest pepper plant is like this big. <laughs> and I've been growing it since like February. Right, right. Now, and they're not spicy peppers though, right? No. Just green peppers? I mean, I'm going to say that they're not spicy so that I can prank you and feed you them at some point. Excellent. Fill your guts, fill your guts. Like, ah! So uh, there were also a bunch of sailors uh, who revolted and they were also dealt with very harshly. So, um, yeah, it is um, the, 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 the not-so-smart horses and the, the male boxer is less smart than the female. What, what's her name again? Clover. Clover. I mean, he gets smarter over the time, and so does Clover. Well, yeah. So, and he's. Do you remember his two slogans? The boxer, who's the big giant um, horse. So it was originally, "I will work harder," and yep. then it, it added Napoleon is always right. I remember when you were younger, you always said, "Stuff is always right." Dad is always right. Yeah. It's a great I motto. I mean, it's it's, it's it's not a great it's a motto lot. for everyone, but it's a great motto for you. It's a lot. Well, <laughs> okay. No. So, the sad. The saddest thing to me. See, here's the thing. I was, as a kid, I don't know what you think of him, but Boxer was really frustrating to me because you get that he's noble in a way. He works super he hard. He just tries. So, like, he wants to help. He's, he's working really hard. And, you know, he gets up early. He drags all of the stones. They couldn't build anything they without him. They make him too powerful. Yeah, a bit, bit unbelievable. He's not one of those working horses. He's just a normal horse. That's what they describe. I forget what it's called, but they're these horses that would probably fit his description and strength. But he, they just say... Dray horses or Clydesdales yeah, are very sort of big, powerful but they, horses. But they say he's just a horse. Yeah, yeah, but I so I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna just pretend he isn't. So that's and the funny thing sense. is, if I remember rightly, um, the the writer George Orwell never actually had any kids of his own, but he adopted a child who ended up being a salesman of agricultural stuff. I think in Scotland or something like that. So it's just kind of funny how he it's one of the famous Probably books, really Animal like Farm. Yeah, yeah. So he really he really frustrated me, Boxer, because he's like he's so committed, he's so hardworking. And he has his doubts, right? Because they keep changing the rules. Yeah, he's like, I don't... So they keep changing the rules. So I'll give you the rule. You tell me what they changed it to. Okay? No animal shall sleep in a bed. With sheets. That's right. With sheets, right? Add to, with sheets, right? Give me more. No animal <laughs> shall kill any other animal. Except... I forget. Without? I forget what it's called. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's basically without reasonable cause. Yeah, actually, it's, without it's, without it's, claws. No, okay. no, without it's like without, without cause. No, it wasn't that. No, it is. Oh, it is. It? Yeah, it is. Without... No animal shall kill any other animal without cause. Which oh, means I as think long as you have a, a reason. Yeah. No animal should drink any alcohol to extent. It was to excess. To excess. excess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, to and extent, like, um, the that. most important one. The most important one. All animals are equal, except more animals are equal. Or so, so some animals are more equal than others. So help me understand the logic of that, because I it's do not, have some... It's not. It just doesn't work. 
Napoleon, so, you failed. It's, so if you say, like, let's say you have twins, right? Um, I mean, you, you do the other ones in the attic. But let's say uh, yeah, that sure. you, so you have twins and they're exactly the same height, right? So you say, my twins are equal in height, but one twin is more equal in height than the other. Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? But one, not, your eyes are blue, but one eye is more blue than the other. <laughs> actually, that probably is kind of true in a way, because eyes are a little bit different. I mean, the like, this eye sees less well than this eye, because you have, have, like, a dominant too. eye. Like, my eyes are really good, yeah. but my right eye sees slightly less well than my left eye. I know, that's, that's why, why whenever I stick my tongue at it, do I stick it at your right eye? So you can't... Okay, anyway. Okay, when I say slightly less so well, I can read something at the opposite end of the room with my left eye, and it's like 1% more blurry with my right... Stop staring at me. <laughs> I, I saw you. You did it twice, and that was my left eye. Oh, it was more than twice. That was my left eye. Oh, sorry. Can you turn your head the other way? Okay, oh, okay, okay. Um, sorry, wait. Oh, don't sorry, tip, I didn't mean tip, to do don't that! Don't tip, don't tip. But now I'm doing it. <laughs> Anyone who's watching the video will be very... Confused. They now get seasick. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, so he frustrated me because he is so strong. He's so well-meaning. He has his doubts when the rules keep changing. But then Squealer, really annoying. I like Squealer at first. Yeah. At first, he seemed nice. I'm like, maybe since Napoleon and Snowball are always arguing snowballs, Squealer should be the leader. Mm. I think Squealer was one of those loyal pigs who would basically just follow any leader and help them. It's like a weather vane. You know, like those those things on top. They, they, they blow wherever the wind goes or yeah. a windsock at the airport. So he's like a weather vane. So I think if Snowball had been in charge, he would have helped Snowball. He would have helped That's Snowball. That's what I said. He just—he's a. If one of the chickens was in charge, okay. He's like a slave to power. You know, like those striped fish that swim under the shark's jaws and just nibble up their bits when they chew something. Yeah, or they—they uh, they clean their teeth. That's right. That's Sharks right. Sharks must be like this is disgusting, but why not? I know, I know. I keep waiting for my dentist to drop some fish in my mouth, but doesn't <laughs> doesn't really happen, sadly. Yeah, just stick your mouth underwater stuff. <laughs> so Boxer drives me crazy because he is noble, he is hardworking, he is well-meaning, but he is so unthinking that he basically is he's serving bad bad guys with with good intention, with a good heart. He's serving bad guys. That drives me a little crazy. Yeah, it, what drives me crazy is that they don't. Like give him, they basically they basically don't even thank him and let him live out his old age. They basically just send him to turn into oh, blue. That is when I read that because I had this ambivalent relationship with the boxer when I read it. But that's a sad ending because they promise these old age pensions, right? They pro they're not even old age pensions. It's like oh yeah, you, you get this whole part section of the garden for and then for your retirement, and then you also get like apples, corn, or carrots yeah, get all this on cool like stuff. special days yeah. and stuff like that. But then do you remember what they do with that? It's a paddock. It's a little area. Do you remember what they do? They turn it into barley. They turn it into barley. Why? Um, for Napoleon and his drinking addiction. Yeah, yeah, his alcoholism, right? So it's funny because the whole thing started because of alcoholism, and then the pigs end up as alcoholics, right? Yeah. So with Boxer... Honestly, I think the cows should have ruled because they're the ones who actually stopped. Um, what's it called? Um, Mr. Jones. Yeah, they're they the were, ones they, in the battle they of the cow shed they right? were in the uh cow shed yeah right and he went in and he started whipping them and they just kicked him out yeah 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 well the question of who's in charge is there's this who will watch the watchers right so let's say that you you have police to keep order well what if the police go a little crazy right let's say oh we have the government the government to keep order what if the government goes a little crazy um, who will watch the people who are supposed to be taking care of people. everyone else well, that's why, for me, a society with no government, you've got these people competing to try and provide best services. And anyway, that's a topic for another time. Yes, So for another time. So it drives me crazy that he was just, well, Napoleon is always right. Like, he gave up on thinking. Now, he wasn't smart. He couldn't really figure out the alphabet and all that. 
Um, Couldn't he get pa he could not get past the letter E? Something no, like that. D. He got stuck on E. E, right, right. Which is funny because E should be easy. Anyway. Okay. No, 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 no. Don't take a link. Wait. I get to continue. My peas and potatoes are shifting around too oh. much. All right. So. So, but but his ending was just awful. Yeah. Right, because he he gets old. He gets. Um, Sick. Sick, and... They basically send him to the slaughterhouse. They send him to the slaughterhouse. And it was like the lie. It's like, oh, but it was just... It was actually a hospital, but he bought it from a... Uh, it was a vet's. He bought vet, it from the horse slaughter. But he bought it from the horse slaughter. And I like... I mean, imagine if you owned horses and animals and cows, and this vet, the supposed vet comes up and is like, oh, yeah, we're taking your horse now. It's like, but wait, what? It's like, oh, why? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we bought it. And it'd be like, actually, I don't trust you. Could you send it someone else? And all of this... Um, you know, Squealer with his tears. Oh, I was there with him at the end. And all he, he said, said Napoleon was... Napoleon is always right. Napoleon is always right and keep working for the revolution and all that. And uh, yeah, it's it's really... It's a, it's a very sad story, at least for me. So let's... We don't have to go through the plot anymore because we kind of got the, got the hang of it. But I I'm guess... I'm sure anybody who's listening to this has already read the book. Well, yeah, probably in the I time mean, that we'd be doing the show. Yeah. But what... Tell me what your thoughts are. Because somebody, somebody wrote about this book, they said there are no morals, there's no moral at the end and there's no morality anyway through. But I don't think, I don't quite agree with that, but well, I just want to know what say, you think of it. So, do you think it was a fair story for your age? Reasonable? Yeah, I think they used to do it in grade 7, yeah. since I basically just finished grade 6 and now I'm going into grade 7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's one year closer to the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it's I think it's a reasonable, I mean, the, the, deaths, of the, the deaths of the animals is upsetting for me at least it was when i was it's rude. a kid yeah it's 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 rough man but but there there is brutality in the world and you know i mean the question is always like how long do you keep kids shielded from that stuff and all of that but you know we i think it wasn't too i mean i guess it was violent but yeah. it wasn't too bad right right i mean certainly in the in the movie there was no blood uh no. and in the story it's well you there know, was a were... tiny bit of blood when boxer got shot in his oh, leg yeah, and that's right, it you're right you're right you're right, I forgot about that. So I think it's an, what's called an appropriate story. I don't think it would have been appropriate when you were six because, no. you know, animal stories with animals die is not good when well, you're six, right? <laughs> or if like, it's like, oh, they just got ran, they just ran away. They got kicked out of the farm. <laughs> well, because when I read The Hobbit to you when you were little, uh, they just chased, <laughs> the, ran away. They chased the spiders away. Uh, the, the goblins fell asleep. <laughs> there was lots of changes in, it's in like, the story. Oh, yeah, they, they shot the goblins with arrows with sleep darts. Sleep darts, that's right. Sleep darts it's are very like important. That. Like it's alias, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, if you're ever reading your story to... Well, by the way, make sure your kid's not listening to this so that they don't know all the plots that you get to tell them when you read them adult stories. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, but when you do this, just just say like, oh, they shot them with sleep darts or oh, they fell asleep or oh, they yeah, yeah. fell asleep. That's... How will they fall asleep in the middle of a battle? Um, uh, they're tired? <laughs> Nappy? It's the nap, the non-aggression principle. So I remember when I was learning how to read, I was like three at this point. Because you made it very kid-friendly. You still didn't like it at times. I know, but you made it really kid-friendly. Yeah, yeah. I know, you're like, everything. Wait, everything. wait, The Hobbit or learning to read? The Hobbit. Oh, yeah, The Hobbit was very kid-friendly. No, I'm thinking yeah. about learning no, no, when no. you learn to read, right? No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about The Hobbit. So, um, I, remember, I was like three when you were teaching me how to read. I, yeah, you were three. That's right. And we, we worked pretty hard, and you would definitely get upset sometimes. I think when I was four, it was kind of nearly finished. Oh, yeah. And, and now, of course, because you read so fluidly, and we talk about this, like, 
sometimes a little bit of suffering at the time is worth it because you're such a good reader now. I'm like you be, blow through a book. My kids gonna be like a, one and be like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> no, no, but so it was definitely upsetting. I remember we had the, the, the we put it on the TV. I remember and there was I was like crying because Jet I and Pig. Yeah, occasionally you would cry, and you know we'd take a break and all of that. But yeah. you became such a good reader so quickly because I I wouldn't say we kind of pushed it or I did kind of push it, but. Yeah. I just I just knew for me reading is such a fundamental pleasure in life. Yeah. I just, you know, a little bit of suffering. It's like going to the dentist, you know, nobody wants to have that stuff scraping along your gums, but it's kind of good for okay, you. Okay, right? since I had so many teeth last time I went to the dentist, which was actually pretty recently, I was bleeding like so much. Oh yeah, it doesn't look like it would it be. Wasn't healthy. That actually, and it wasn't that actually And you've never even had a cavity. No, I never have had a cavity. Yeah, that's right. The most I've had is like tartar. So like, let's go back. Wait, to... let me just say one thing. Yeah, sorry. So, so with the Hobbit, I'm so kid friendly, and I'm like three, and I remember on the page I was learning how to read, so I was just saying like up. Up was your word, the, yeah, yeah. Up, up was your word. Up was my word. I remember the first two syllable word. How old was I? Two, one. Oh gosh, elbow. Yeah. Oh, I think you were just about 11, 11 or twelve months, maybe. That's young. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I was really, I was really, because. I was very keen on figuring out, like mapping your developing brain. When did I say elbow? Like, I mean, what what was your reaction? Oh, I just thought, wait, that's two syllables. Why did I say elbow? And I felt I felt distinctly threatened. No, I'm kidding. Why? (laughs) She's gonna be smarter than me. No, I. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't blame you. (laughs) No, I. uh, I I just thought it was. I've always really, really enjoyed the development of your brain. Like your new cynicism and eye rolling is just delightful to me. It (laughs) actually kind of is. It is right. Just like the tickling. No, that's not good. But no, I mean, I, I was, I loved the development of your brain. Still do, right? I mean, yeah. it's just really, it's really cool for me seeing how this stuff all develops. Well, the I, thing I, is, I hate praise. So if you want to see, continue, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't praise you because you just hate. I it, don't right? like praise no at praises, all. No praises, no apologies, right? Yep. Okay, so let's get back to um, just your final thoughts uh, on the book. I think I thought it was a good book. I just thought that snowball should have come back, and that's it. Right, 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 right. The ending was a bit confusing. That's all. They go back and forth and they can't tell the difference. Yeah. Between pigs and I thought humans. they actually turned into humans. And I'm like, but this is a pretty realistic book. Like there was no magic and that's what I mean. Right, right. Well, there was a little magic. Well, not magic, but I mean the idea that a pig could come no, up with no. a plan for a windmill. No, I get that. But I'm saying like there was no actual magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's it was right. just like I happen to be a very smart pig. Right. And the thing is, all, all these animals are so dumb, but they can both speak, they can speak their own, they can speak, like, as example, chicken and human. And human, yeah. It's like, how are they that dumb if they can speak two languages? To me, it's it's a bit of a hopeless book because there's no solution, right? So to me, the solution to this stuff is a society without governments, It's like, right? maybe if you just so it's kind of take like, Napoleon and poof him, make him go poof. Well, no, but you see, <laughs> the, issue is not, the issue is not Napoleon, in no, other words. No, well, that's what I mean. He's the main ruler, and without him, if there was no ruler... Yeah, so there was this argument about communism in Russia where they said, well, the first guy, Lenin, was pretty good. It's just that the bad guy took over. But the first guy was not good. The first guy also set up these camps where they would send people who disagreed with communism and lock them up and half-starve them and make them work, work them half to death. Do you remember we were looking at a canal that was built in Russia? This is for a debate I had a couple of months ago. There was a canal that was built in Russia, 120,000 people... Slaves, basically, were used to build this canal. Like 40,000 40, died? 40,000 died. That's insane. That's worse than it was. So before the... Before the um, uh, about For about a couple of decades before the communists came in, there were only a couple of dozen people who were thrown in prison or executed for disobeying the government. Afterwards, it was literally millions. Yeah. So things got a lot worse. So to me, the trouble with animal farmers, you say, okay, well, let's have this rebellion because we got a mean boss. Okay, well, now we've got a new boss. 
So mean? what's the point, right? Well, yeah. Well, that's why you should have just been like, there's no box. Everyone votes. Like, everyone comes up with ideas, and everyone votes on them. So maybe they're like, every like every little while, maybe the, the pigs is an example, since they're smart. The pigs are, I think the dogs were smart-ish, but they weren't quite as smart. But they were smart, but they were too obedient, right? Yeah. dogs bond. Yeah. Right. I know dogs are smart, because they could like, if you say, like, good boy, they'll put their ears up and down, and bad boy, they'll put their ears down, or as an example. Or we see those videos where it's like, bath or walk yeah they, like bath they hide i remember they, some dogs love bath and other dogs are like yeah it's like, like no cats love it's like they're so. about to die yeah. i know there are like a few cats that love the water right, right. that love the water sorry i just dropped something <laughs> that was why i stopped talking right um but that that's it i don't know why we're on cats now <laughs> no we were talking about whether the dogs no but i think they should have been like the pigs come up with ideas like all the pigs are three pigs or five pigs get chosen to come up with ideas a week and then anyone who, and then if the majority like those ideas, then they vote for it, sort of. And I, I mean, that's an idea. Uh, and then if that doesn't work, the then they can kind of just get rid of the whole ruler. Yeah, well, I think they'll see the problem with the voting thing is that the pigs through Squealer, they kept changing the rules. They kept lying about the past. They kept blaming Napoleon for everything. And they kept, so Napoleon, sorry, they kept blaming Snowball for everything because Snowball was originally on the side of the animals, of course, against Mr. Jones. And then eventually they changed the story to the point where Snowball was, was fighting on was on the leader of Mr. Jones's army and, and you know so they the problem is with the voting is that they just lie. Like they just lie to them. Yeah. And, and then what are you true. voting on, right? Well I'm just like can't, can't just everyone be good. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well for that we need more peaceful parenting. All right. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks, everyone, so much. Uh, yeah. Thank you for... Uh, it was a really great thank experience. Thank you if you didn't actually skip too much of the video. Nah, it's a good that, video. That's a big accomplishment, guys. A lot of people don't know that an 11-year-old can do a sustained hour conversation on a complicated book. But anyway... That's, seriously? Yeah, I'm seriously. So, um, wait, what is it I always forget to say at the end? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe you can subscribe. <laughs> yeah, like, share, and subscribe. You can check me out, how to connect to me now on freedomain.com forward slash connect. Yes, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop you trying to do your outro. Uh, yeah. You should also check out the tadpole videos. Yes. Uh, we have these updates. I'm um, growing baby toads, basically. So right. we have this pond near us. I basically took some eggs. I thought it was only like 50, and then we ended up with like 300. Oh, it's crazy. Um, but I know the I want to get this ponds. in under an hour, so let's stop here. No, let's we'll not. Keep, we have we'll, to go we'll an hour and one minute. No, no. All right, <laughs> thanks, everyone. Like, share, and subscribe. Thanks, Izzy. It was great chat. Yeah, bye. bye. Well, thank you so much for enjoying this latest free domain show on philosophy. And I'm going to be frank and ask you for your help, your support, your encouragement, and your resources. Please like, subscribe, and share, and all of that good stuff to get philosophy out into the world. And also, equally importantly, go to freedomain.com forward slash donate to help out the show, to give me the resources that I need to bring more and better philosophy to an increasingly desperate world. So thank you so much for your support, my friends. freedomain.com forward slash donate.